0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Good evening, good evening, family. Welcome to One Love, One Connection, One Us. Uh, I am your host, Reverend Arlene Cahet. And hubby, are you on the line?
2: Yes, I am. I am your husband, uh, King Andre, too. So, with you, King My-
1: <laughs> Okay, so, family, we are just, So excited to have our next set of guests on the air, but before, you know, most of you, you know, I know that uh, King and I, we, we did our happy dance when, um, when, um, when he first said that he and his beloved Phelan Divine would be on the air, but before we get started and bring them on, we are going to do one round of the Anabakoa prayer, and we are going to bring on Thomas Shalab Walker and Phelan Divine. Should, should I go ahead and give an audience clap right now, or should we wait until they get on the line?
2: We will do the audience clap when they get on the line, <laughs> but it's just so amazing to have Thomas listen to him as we're listening to him simultaneously. <laughs> All
1: right. Uh, we'll be right back. <laughs>
0: Dagger, Dagger, what saddle, Markham, Taddam, Markham, Vet, could take To me, to sing Kadush, but tooth gonna take so could do, So, is <laughs> a cutting. You dance and home. Good looks soon. My And i
1: Hey, Thelon Devine, Thomas Shala Walker, are you on?
0: Yes, we are Good here. Evening.
1: Yes, we're here. <laughs> can y'all hear me? Yeah, Yeah, we can hear you. We can hear you. And, you know, like I said, we, we want to give you guys all the love. So here we go. Woo! Oh! <laughs>
3: Hot
1: dogs. Okay. <laughs> okay, just excuse us. We're we're being silly right now. We're being so silly, but uh for real, we we really we really are so happy that you guys have agreed to join us tonight. And um, you know, the thing is is that for the most part, the audience is kind of familiar with Thomas and uh, his music. Can you hear me cuz I, I sound like I I hear back in the background.
4: There's a little chopping, but we hear you.
1: Okay. So we, um, but the. Hold on. Let me see if I can work that out for a moment here.
4: You're sounding pretty solid right now. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm.
5: How does sound now?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. I I think that that it's just the sound on my side. Okay.
5: Is it um do you have another phone near you?
1: okay can you hear me now this should be a whole lot better
4: i hear you
3: all right
2: wait a minute darling arlene i i know you're talking but we can't hear you right now okay is that better
5: i can hear you now
3: okay
2: Okay, we can hear you
1: Yeah, well, I'm sorry for the technical difficulties, family. Um,
3: we are,
1: I've been having issues with technology today, so forgive us. Um, but like I was saying before, the audience is sort of familiar with uh, Thomas because of his work Stay Ceylon. If you could take us just a little bit, and you know, both of you can kind of introduce yourselves, tell us uh, a little about yourselves, and how you both came together.
4: She said ladies first. <laughs> <laughs> well, my name is
5: Faye and I i have been a part of Hybro. I met Dr. Gibson back in 2011 at the Words of Power Seminar in New York. Mm-hmm. Initially, my soul was searching for something different. I, I grew up in the church. I was raised Baptist Pentecostal and and uh so I I grew up my mom watching my mother pray all the time and I don't
1: know, can you all hear me? Yes, we can hear you.
5: So when my mother got sick, I was just devastated and I just knew that you know, there is a, there's got to be a better way out there, and I started learning about all of the lies that have been told to us um, in the education system, and the church system, and religious religious system. And I was just like, it's got to be something. Where's the help for us? And so I I started just seeking alternatives, and I came across the miracle prayer. I didn't know who created it at the time, but I was w- listening to blog talk radio shows, and I was listening to seeking out um, psychic mediums and psychics for to help me to relieve my my pain that I was going through from losing my mother, because I didn't understand death at the time. And then when I came across the, uh, I heard Dr. Gibson, master now, on on a show. Um, and found out he was the one who created the miracle prayer. I was like, I've got to find this man. I got to connect with this man. I have to get a reading with him. Uh, it, it was just, it was just something that resonated with deep within me that I needed to stay connected to this particular individual. And so I started attending the seminars and um, one particular seminar three years ago now yeah, in November. Um, that's when Shalar and I met.
4: Symbols of Power.
5: Yeah, symbols of Power, November 22nd?
4: It was the year-end show, yeah. Yeah,
5: November 22nd or 21st.
4: So,
5: that's a brief, um, summary of who I am.
4: I'm I'm Thomas Shalar Walker. Um, I've been into Master for about maybe three, four years. Um, I came across them because I was always interested um, in the esoteric and I was also on a really um, intense search for I guess you could say superpowers um, there was one verse, verse in the Bible that um, really drawed close to me about nine gifts I believe it's in Corinthians and ever since then I've been seeing um, Uh, manifestations of these gifts uh, in in various places of the world. Uh, The gift of healing, I pretty much saw a lot of that. Uh, But this search has, has, uh, uh, and in addition to all the stuff that's going on in the world, I knew that I needed a great spiritual teacher. I know there's Shaolin and there's some other, you know, great spiritual teachers in uh, all different types of, all parts of the world. Um, I was like, ah, America needs a spiritual teacher. So um, I was just doing a YouTube search, came across Master, looked up his webpage, um, got a reading by him, which was my first seminar, which at that time was was the same year that we met, but earlier, uh, called uh, the Solar Rejuvenation over in Las Vegas. And that was my first time uh, meeting and, and hearing the words of Master, but I have to say when I, even before the seminar started, I remember, I think I talked, the first person I talked to was Osset. And after I talked with Osset, Master came in and I met him and he said, hello, I remember you. And after that, I just looked at everybody in the room and was like, wow, this is my new family. I just came to that conclusion an internal feeling on the, on my own. Um, I found out later that it was actually a lot bigger than that, but that's about the, that's the first time I've, I've met master. Three seminars later um, or four seminars down the road, as far as their schedule for that, um, uh, for that year, that's when I met Phelan at, uh, at Solar Words. I'm sorry, um, Symbols of Power. Okay.
1: Okay. So to give people, um, uh, yeah, um, the and some clarity. Okay, so uh, all of you know that at from time to time, I actually mentioned the uh, Dr. Gibson and the things that he's had to share uh, with uh, with us or the community, spiritual community that I'm part of, and the name of the group is called Fibro Astrologia. And the uh, you know, and um just so that everybody knows, this is where I know Phelan and uh Thomas from and I have been a part of that community for I think since uh two thousand eleven or two thousand twelve, right around in that time. And and so when they share their information, they're coming out of that uh particular experience of of sharing what they've learned from Master Master Gibson and and uh the followers at Tybro and and for the most part they they're they're my spiritual family just letting you know uh they're my spiritual family and that is the reason that they're they're speaking out of that particular experience. Um but I I guess the the next question that I have for you all is like, well, what what was it about each other that drew you to one another? You
4: want to go first?
1: You go.
4: All right, I'll go first. Um, the first time I saw her was in um, symbols of power workshop. The funny thing about that part is that uh, we were actually um, hooked up because I needed a ride to see my brother after after the seminar and Phelan was actually going in the same direction. Um, but before I even seen her, we were just doing messages. Or, you know? Hey, my name is Phelan. I, I also said, said you needed a ride. I was like, yeah, I confirmed it. Now, when I first saw her, it was like. And I like to, I actually learned these words as far as describing her because it, it it describes exactly what I saw. I saw a beacon of light. This light was, it's not like, you know, the spotlight at a Broadway show or the sun creeping through a hole and, and, and going through a dark basement. It was just a glow she had that was just, it, it 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 took me by surprise to the point where I I, I had to glance at her because I if I she would have caught me staring at her I would have thought it would have been kind of odd. Um, <laughs> push comes to shove, the seminar comes um, and goes. So we get a we ride home. We talk a little bit, and that little car ride from Charlotte to Raleigh probably about an hour and a half, um, I guess you could say, really made an impact on me. um, Because about some time later, and here's this woman that I've just met. I've also met some other women as well at the seminar for the first time. But this one stood out very strongly. And she was just on my mind. You know, very ironic that she had actually reached out to me and said the same thing that I have been on her mind. So we started talking, and I think we had a six-hour conversation. I've never talked to anyone for that long. It was just, we just couldn't hang up. I mean, I remember at the four-hour mark, I was like, well, we were on the phone for four hours. (laughs) <laughs> five hour mark comes. Wow, we've been on the phone All for right. five hours. Six hour <laughs> mark comes up. Six hours.
5: Now you
3: know
4: how you say, "Okay, we're gonna hang up." Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll call you
5: tomorrow.
3: And
4: just then you
5: ask a question, or I'll ask a question, about, and then it's a whole other conversation that begins.
4: About six and a half hours conversation went, and after after a while, I just I just had this feeling that this is the woman I had to be with. So. That's that's my perspective of how we form.
5: We have to blame it all, or give offset all the credit.
4: Yeah, offset's out there. Hey offset,
5: hey offset, we love you. <laughs> she kind of played cupid. <laughs> I don't know if she did it intentionally, but Jalar just so happened to already be connected to offset from the previous seminar, and he let her know that he needed a ride, and she's like well, Felon is going to be driving to Raleigh. You need to connect with Felon. So I said, called me and let me know that he was going to be contacting me. And we, yeah, we connected on Facebook, sending messages back and forth. Do you need a ride? I'll give you a ride, blah, blah, blah. I had never met him. And then when I met him at the seminar, I saw him come in. He seemed like a nice gentleman. He had these brown puppy dog eyes that I noticed. He seemed he had a smile on his face and he seemed happy, but it it was something about his eyes that kind of showed a little sadness, which I learned later on learned where it came from. But overall, he was pretty calm, cool, and seemed like he was just taking in everything. Because every workshop is like a family reunion. We all just, at that at that particular workshop, Kaira, he was doing a meditation that, in the lobby that particular day. And uh, I think we had just got out of a meditation when Shalar walked in. And I saw him and I was like, oh, you know, I was just like, he's a nice looking guy. And that particular workshop was where they had the competition, the singing, the um, the, uh, the talent, show. talent show. That's right. The talent competition. And Shalar, he blew us all away with one of his songs. And it just caught us by surprise the way that he, he uh, delivered this one song. And I was just looking at everybody, looking at all it was like he just mesmerized everybody. And I was just looking at all the women in there seemed to be caught up by him, like, oh man, this this is this is a powerful guy. But even at that time I didn't think nothing of it. I just I didn't really think nothing of that, you know, just other than that this is a you know, a nice a nice brother. I didn't see anything more than that. But on the ride to Raleigh, I started thinking because he was asleep and I was driving the first part of the way. And I was thinking to myself, now, this is strange. Now, why is this gentleman showing up in my experience like this? And at the time in my life, I had, I had been out of a relationship for about a year and a half. And uh, I was at the point where I was just happy with who I was. I was just happy being single. I wasn't looking for a relationship, but still I was looking at him like, who is this? Like, let me really just tap into, you know, insight and figure out what's going on here. And so I dropped him off at his brother's house. And I was thinking, I was like, okay, when I hug him, if I don't feel nothing, then there ain't nothing. And so (laughs) I gave him a hug (laughs) and uh, I didn't feel nothing in my chest or nothing. I just, I was like, okay, well, just just a nice brother. He's just a brother. Okay, I'm going to just go home. Let him go home. But that particular weekend, he was just constantly on my mind to the point where I had to give him a call, and that's when we had those long conversations. And from then, uh, it was just fast forward. We had the conversations. I was in the process of leaving, moving text, moved from Texas to to um, Fayetteville. Got out in Fayetteville. We were still talking. Fast forward, I mean, he moved out to Fayetteville and then we ended up moving together. Now we live in Raleigh, not far from the Typo Center. And um, the creator has really been blessing us, uh, blessing our union. It's been, um, There's been a lot of challenges here and there, but we know that with the masters helping us and guiding us and us being obedient to their advice and us doing, using our tools, um, we feel very, very uh honored and blessed to be in each other's lives and to share this part of our lives together. Okay, so I know that uh
1: Phelan just touched on this just a little bit, but um Thomas, what was your I guess you could say your single life journey like before you before you
4: two came together? I was uh I was actually single for a long time. I just You know, I I was dating here and there, um, and there was some things, there was, as far as the, yeah, I was just single for a a long time. Years, yeah, I just, (laughs) I just, I just, I I saw the player life, and it just was not appealing me. I mean, I saw sometimes a brother would come in with a fine lady, and yeah, you know, I got this lady, this and that, and um, day or two go by, don't see them together. You see the lady throwing a boomerang. Another guy does the same thing, brings them, yeah, this is my lady, man. We having fun. And she's having fun. Two days later, don't see them together no more. She throws the boomerang. So I was like, you know what? I don't want any boomerangs being thrown at me. <laughs> so I was just, you know, I was, I, I thought it was just, for me, wise to stay single. Uh, uh, for a while and just to find out what's going on. And I had a few girlfriends here and there, but nothing long lasting. And then finally, I was just like, you know what? I I am a good brother. I will definitely, I'm a definitely the type of person that would provide for a family. I'm into growth of the couple. I'm I'm loyal. I have no reason to go outside of any marriage. I know guys think that's you know it's a fun thing to do, but to me. It's just not—it's uh, just not fulfilling enough for me. Um, it may be fun. I, I admit to having some fun, but it fizzed out really quickly for me. So I never really was promiscuous or just just wanted to be with a whole lot of women. I just, you know, just need one. That's all I need, you know, <laughs> you need one fork and one spoon to eat a meal. <laughs> Don't need three three or four forks or three spoons. All you need is one lady. <laughs> so, um, I just, I just stayed single, and I, I, I made, remember making this prayer. I was like, "Listen, I want to meet the one. I think I am, I, I deserve to be with the one. I, I believe I have earned. Uh, um, you could say I've earned the. Um, um, just the way I am I think I have the maturity to be with the one I wanted to be with the one and that was all there is to it and I I, you know yeah you're being picky but I'm not settling you know I remember settling before and I got into a whole lot of unhappiness I wasn't trying to go through that you know I have a I have a, a, a history of just internal rage just See things get mad, you know. Don't like this injustice. Get mad, and it would, it would be reflected inside. I, I just didn't want that anymore. Want that as well with the relationship. So I made it a, 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 a conscious effort to be single on purpose because I wanted to be meet the and one be
5: happy. Hmm? and be happy.
4: And be happy. Yeah, be happy. I most I mean, importantly, be happy. Okay, I'm so. it,
1: it that is such wow. <laughs> I, I, I have to say that I am in agreement about uh, finding the one, I think, after my experience of, uh, of, of being in a marriage that was very unhappy that, you know, I had gotten to that point also, although I, I found that I really had to sort of refine um, my experience. Um, but do, do you feel that your spirituals have played a part in the two of you come together?
4: Yeah, I'll Absolutely. say that as well. Because
1: Absolutely.
4: Um, before I met her, you know, it was, I was, uh, Master Gibson or Dr. Gibson used the word melancholy to describe me. And I thought that needed some work. So I got some of the free tools. Um, began playing the Anna in my room. Um, And there was another thing that uh, Kelly Larson had said that, yeah, you can know all the prayers and you can get all the tools, but if you're not making a conscious effort to correct yourself, Mm -hmm. those tools, those prayers are not really working. Um, all All they're doing it, and I have experiences that confirm this, is bringing up the fact that you have to make those corrections. Right. <laughs> it's like you know you can sit there, you can sit there and either be conscious and make the corrections, or you can do the prayers, and then the prayers will reflect in the universe, and the universe will bring a situation where it'll let you know that yeah. you have to work on yourself.
5: <laughs> that could, that's so, perfect. I couldn't say it better.
4: So if working on yourself, I would say raises the high vibration, and then attracted me and her together. Okay,
1: so did you say that you would recommend that, um, in addition to just working on yourself, what would you recommend that others who are on a spiritual path to do to meet their love mate?
4: That's a good question, but it's kind of a hard question case because by case. everybody, yeah, it's case by case. You have to find out. I'll, I'll give. I'll maybe I'll give a pattern of. I'll make like I'll. I'll give an experience that shows a pattern. Um, Maybe that may relate as far as how people listening to this broadcast can recognize those things. All right. Um, Man, it's so (laughs) tough, on many. Um, (laughs) let's, Let's just say that you're living through life and you come across a situation that makes you upset and or makes you unhappy or makes you sad. That is the universe presenting a scenario, allowing that uh, thing you need to work on to come out and show itself. Now, the hard part is remembering to recognize, remembering to pay attention to what's actually coming out. Are you feeling sad about this? Are you feeling rage about this? Are you feeling violent about this? Are you feeling like you want to uh, uh, do something that is a negative type of behavior? Are you gonna sit there and and point fingers? A lot of people like to point fingers. Something comes out, your fault, your fault, your fault. A lot of people like to do that. Um, Is this thing something that makes you feel sad or or any type of negative emotions that you can correct? Um, Say, uh, the stuff that's going on with the government, nobody really likes or trusts the government. Um, but the thing is that sometimes you just have to stand back and the government is its own separate entity. It doesn't really matter what government is in play. Right. Spirituality and, you, and, and your, your connection to the gods will always put that aside and allow you to have your abundance. One way or the other. Right.
3: It'll override so, that.
4: if you work on your yourself and try to recognize these things and make corrections, then I believe your vibration will be higher.
5: It also makes me go back to the this show. Mass and Asaria just had Tuesday night on Infidelity, and you did what? Mm-hmm. Where Mother Asaria? She said that. You know, in between relationships, you need to take some time to be by yourself and kind of reflect on what happened and what it, what you needed to work on, what happened to that relationship and what did it show and reveal about you in that relationship. So take some time to be alone, uh, process that, and then makes me think about what Master said about every relationship that you're in more than six months, it takes three years to kind of dissolve that core and so people have go into relationship with overlapping energy like the energy from the past relationship is overlapping into this relationship so it makes it more challenging when you bring in that type of baggage so to take the time i think it's it's a good idea to take the time and just be by yourself for a little while and Connect with your higher self, connect with the gods and establish a re- relationship with your higher self and with the gods and um, look at everything that's going on in your life around you because it's all a reflection
4: of what's going on inside of you. And just to add to that, when you're going, when you're being by yourself, that's the perfect time for, like I was saying before, is to learn those negative things about yourself. What, may, what, what do you react to That makes you feel these negative emotions, and then ask yourself: Is it really worth it? Is there is there something for me to understand? Can I have compassion to the situation? Why
5: is it making me? Can I
4: can I understand the situations? A lot of people. Let's let's go with the top example: the devil. The devil is pretty much one of those entities that everybody doesn't like. Everybody points their finger at, but the devil has a story. And if you have read his story, you can actually have compassion for the devil. Now, you, then after, started, then you'll go from hating him to actually just seeing where he came from, understanding why he is, why he is, and just living your life the way your you would like to or you desire to live, without wow, extending yeah. so much hate towards the. I mean, that energy can be. Put towards your life and you say, I devil this and devil that and you devil this. have some compassion for the devil. The devil was, was a light bearer. You know, he mm-hmm. would learn from God. You know, it, I mean, I, I think it's the ultimate compassion story is to have compassion for the devil, a.k.a. Lucifer, which actually means was a bringer of light, bringer of light. So uh, it's this stuff like that. When you're single, uh, that's a perfect time to just pay attention to those things that irritate you, that make that make put you in a negative state, and just say, "Why am I thinking like this?" And then when you say, "Why am I thinking like this?", that is the first step towards trying to peel that part, that layer of the onion, so you have a nice fresh piece of onion underneath, ready to just <laughs> uh, well, onions stink for some people, but ready to. <laughs> Set off that nice aroma. <laughs>
5: so I I created a list. Like it may sound crazy, but um, when I got out out of the last relationship I was in, I was like, you know, I'm I'm gonna. I ran into some a a young, a young lady who uh, was talking about how she manifested her mate by creating you know a list of everything that she desired, and I tried it out and in a year it was what let me see i think it was about a year 2014 november a year it took for shalaya to show up and and he was everything and more on my list I, i'm just going to let you know like the last couple that we had on um the
1: <laughs> and, and just so you just so you know ladies and gentlemen um uh when we we talked about getting clear about what it is that you desire and actually writing it down, and this is one of the patterns that is actually kind of consistently showing up because I know the last couple that we had on uh, Krista and Jamel, Krista talked about writing down uh, exactly what it was that she was looking for in a mate and how. Um, how all of that? Uh, all, she got everything that she asked for, and she said, "Well, you know, if I knew if I, I was going to get everything that I asked for, I think I might have asked for a little bit more." But um, I, and I know that for myself, that that's also uh, a thing when um, I when I was thinking about my, you know, who it was that I wanted to draw into my experience as well um as a divine lovemate. So, you know, writing it down and being clear about it, it that and being clear about it is is definitely something that people should do. Um, because that is one thing that I'm I'm seeing that showing up as a particular pattern for for attracting the person that you truly desire into your experience. But I, I would also say that also having clarity about who you are. Um, um yeah. So, um, you know, with you, the two of you coming together, what do you feel that you've learned about each other that actually surprised you after coming to to be together?
5: I was surprised that with Shilar, um I was surprised that Shalara is a different type of guy. It's like, I've never met a man who thinks the way that he thinks. He has his own train of thought, and uh, I was surprised at his amount of the work. For one, the amount of work that he did on himself. I can tell, you know, from different, listening to different readings and and spending time with him, listening to his history and his past, he's done a lot of work on himself. And um, I'm surprised at his amount of his ability to give unconditional love, like he's very forgiving, it's very compassionate, and um, it's just something that I've, I've never experienced in, in my life. A love like this, I've never experienced it before. I didn't know it existed.
4: <laughs> as far as me, um I'm very simple, you know. I didn't really get a list (laughs) because, you know, I had, you know, I've seen a lot of ladies over my lifetime, and they all have different aspects of beauty. So I I didn't really have a particular size, complexion, uh, (laughs) accent. I didn't really have anything (laughs) specific like that. My thing was they had to accept my mind because my mind was very, you know, very, very vast as far as the subject matter I, I like to talk about. And they had to have a great conversation. Um, uh, and the, and one, the one thing, yeah, yeah, that, that's the that's part because I've, I've talked to ladies out there that would have a good conversations, but they didn't accept the things that I had to say. And then you had some that accepted some of the things I had to say but they didn't have a good conversation um, now the thing about this not only did she uh, uh, and this is not only did she have those two characteristics but this is the thing that really um, showed uh, showed me the third thing that I wanted in a lady and that was just the overall vibe that I got with her um, she's very calm. She doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't argue, and she doesn't even debate. Yeah. Now, offered wonders, like, debate? What do you mean? That? You know, that's how you, you know, go with ideas and 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 try to, you know, uh, uh, maybe you know, uh, 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 try to refine ideas and concepts. But you know, you don't have to debate to do that. Debates usually can get pretty ugly. They can get pretty emotional. You know, I've, I, and, I, and when I look back into the times that I debated, I was bringing up some high-powered stuff, you know, that a lot of people never heard about. And I was making it all click because I did all my research and, and found this and found that. There was even some people that were professionals, and I was bringing up some things that were contrary to their type of thinking. So the debates usually wind up getting very negative. And when I saw that she doesn't debate, um, I, after a while, I just started to understand. So, she has this very calm nature that, you know, no arguing, no debating, you know, um, you know, it, 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 I just like to keep her, keep her happy, keep her smiling. Um, you know, I just, I just, you know, again, the, the 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 first two things were conversation and accepting my mind, and then the vibe that she had. I didn't think I can find that type of vibe in anybody. That's the one thing that that really, uh, really caught me by surprise. Is just the overall vibe it was just, I mean, from the way she talks <laughs> to the way she walks. <laughs> literally, she has this. It, it was, oh, that, okay. it was that. I have to tell them, man. I have to tell him. I have to tell them. It was, it was the first time I've seen her. I didn't even know it was her at the Symbols of Power, but she had this slow walk. I mean, wow, type slow walk. And the time that I saw her, I didn't know it was her because, you know, some ladies like to put on new dress, put on new uh, hair style, hairstyle. Everything is different. You got to look him directly in the face. Oh yeah, that's such and such. So she had totally transformed that day, and I didn't know who she was until until we started taking pictures of the frames that he was displaying. I was like, oh, there she's sitting right there. That moment on, every time I see her walk, it's this slow rhythm. Boom, 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 <laughs> boom. That's the boom is where the where the, you hear the shoes. You hear the shoes hit the ground. Boom, boom. It
5: was definitely boom. not the hip. I'm like, wow. <laughs>
4: Dang. So I guess that's the point. I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting that. I was like, dang, the way she walked? Come on, man. So.
1: Okay, I think the king had something to ask you guys.
5: What's that?
2: Hey, it's me. Um, king here. I'm I'm loving the conversation you guys are expressing about yourselves and how <clears throat> that vibration really resonates with one another and it makes me happy because I I have a commonality with you guys in regards to Arlene and myself. And so with that being said um, could you express more in regards to what you see is the key component to what spirituality is and what you see is the key components to the commonality that kind of drew you both together?
4: Can I, can I answer this one?
5: Mom, be short. Sure. Um, I had a meeting with Master not too long ago and he talked about um having a moral code. Um how when he's in front of the gods, you know, they automatically, you know, scan him and see where he is morally. Like that's so very, very key. Um to and that's one thing that I, I really had to work on was being having a high, higher higher moral ground, having, uh, being more transparent, being more honest with myself and with others. Um, that is what's going to make the difference in your life, where you are morally. You have to have high morals and high standards um, to really benefit benefit from the work that you are doing, uh, the spiritual work that you are doing. For you to enhance the spiritual work, you have to be a good person. You have to be honest. You have to be transparent. Um, and that's 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 very very that's one thing he drove home to me when I saw him is being having a high moral standard. You had something to say, baby?
4: Yeah, yeah. When you get to the maturity level where you are committed on being a spiritual person. In addition to that, understanding that this world is an illusion, in combination with knowing that your soul never dies, and you have seeked out a partner such as my (laughs) phalon, there is really no other path to me than the one I am doing right now. I see people, I see brothers out there, man. My brothers, are, 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 if they only knew the spiritual side of things, there's just certain male egotistic things that they will just drop immediately. Um, I mean, there is, to me, nothing more bigger and better than the path I'm on. Football, uh, the World Series, trip to Europe. Well, I'd like a trip to Europe,
3: Uh but
4: but there is just, I mean, the ultimate goal for me is to be close to the creator. That is the ultimate goal. Um, Serving the creator with my gifts, serving the creator with my words, serving the creator with my deeds. Um, Yes, I can sit there and pop on the cable TV and watch the NBA finals, or the Super Bowl, or the World Series, or the Stanley Cup, um, maybe even the World Tour finals as far as tennis or golf. I can be into those worldly things, and those worldly things are very entertaining, but I can't get stuck on them. I can't say, oh, the world is this. No, the world is made up of that, but is not created by that. So, um, and my 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 path is to seek the creator of those things. Um, so that's that's pretty much my path, and how that flows into our relationship is that she wants the same thing. She wants to be close to the creator. She wants to serve the creator. She wants to serve the creator in all her deeds and words and actions. And that right there uh, keeps our relationship. Um, firmly locked in and firmly grounded as far as how I see it. You see it that way too?
5: You're right. Firmly grounded. You think about how um, there was one particular time early in our relationship where um, I was dealing with some insecurities and a little bit of jealousy <laughs> and I brought it to him and he was like um, trust, don't trust me you know, trust the creator. If the creator is telling you that I'm, you know, doing something wrong against you, then, you know, go with that. And so that kind of just put me at ease. Like, I really need to lean on who my true source is. I love Shalar and and I love our relationship. But to a certain degree, he's not my all my 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 whole source, the creator. My source is the God within me. And I once I trust and obey the Creator, the gods and goddesses in within me and outside of me, then I then I, I I don't have to even worry about trusting him or not trusting him.
2: That's that's amazing because that's exactly what I was looking for in my relationships also. And it's odd that it's difficult to find somebody who will actually, well, it was difficult for me to find somebody who would trust God first. Don't, don't, because if you're going to question me, I mean, that can happen. But I said, just what Thomas had said, Shirah so had said, you know, trust God. And if that is moving you, then go with that. But right. the problem I kept running into is. They wanted to go on their own tuition, and I saw where there was negative vibration and negative thoughts that was overpowering them, and that destroyed the relationship that we were having, um, and I'm noticing that living your relationships without judgment is another thing that I, I feel you guys are resonating into the conversation as well, and I think that's beautiful, too.
5: Absolutely. Uh, We do. um,
2: It's like we check ourselves
5: before we cast judgment. And well, I know for me, I always check myself. It's like, why am I feeling like if if something, a judgment arises within me, I would look at, before I would even speak it, I would look at why do I feel that way? And I wouldn't because I, I would never want to say anything to hurt him. I would never want to say anything to, um, to bring him down or to degrade him. And so I'm always, const- I'm always checking myself when it comes to how I communicate to him.
4: I like to break that down by saying that uh, there's a reason why I really can't pass judgment. If you go ahead and just look at a baby, A baby comes into this world speaking no words, doesn't know any skills, doesn't even know how to walk or even use their arms or legs like adults do. Um, They get taught how to walk. They get taught how to talk. um, They say mommy, they say daddy, they start grabbing things and they learn languages and they learn uh, concepts and they start forming their personality. Now, not only do those things go into everybody who is living on this earth, but there's also some very traumatic things. Some children are born into war. Some children are born into the country. Some people are born into a rich family. Some people are born into a poor family. Some people are born into a violent city. Some people are born into a small town. There is so vast amount of experiences uh, that you can only conclude that whatever the person is it came from somewhere and if you understand that you can have compassion for anything there's every 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 everything that a, a person is built out of comes from some type of experience they went through in their life and when you sit there and, and you see somebody who may Never, if even eat food with a knife and fork before, pick up the piece of chicken this just go, you know, you have to have <laughs> compassion. Yeah, you can't start, oh, this person's an animal. No, 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 no. This person just didn't know how to eat food with a knife and fork. I mean, you have Chinese up here that are learning to eat food with chopsticks. And when they see a knife and fork, they're like, no, 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 I prefer the sticks. They may go outside and break some branches or something just just so they can feel comfortable with eating their food, because that's just how they do things. Same on, you He's know,
3: simple same simple on the terms. vice versa.
4: Well, simple terms, but it's 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 all it about. Still
5: applies. It
4: still applies for if you understand where something is coming from, the root. That, that there's a root cause, even if you don't know what the cause is, and you just see the strange or foreign reaction as far as what you're used to understand that it comes from somewhere and it's not your fault and to have compassion that this person is going through this type of, uh, experience or a result as an experience, then, um, you'll, you'll, you'll have a lot more happiness in your life. If you start throwing some compassion, uh, towards uh, any type of experience that you just don't understand.
5: And it's, it's in the beginning, like, when I noticed how Shalara reacted to things and, if, you know, if I would get upset about things or I would get upset about um, my daughter not doing something and that, and she would just make me, you know, so mad. And, you know, you would expect the person that you with to kind of get mad with you. But Shalara's like, you know, I'm sorry, you know, that you have to go through that that you're going through <laughs>
4: Sometimes <laughs> I would laugh.
5: He would too, sit there and just be like letting me just be angry by myself. He wasn't going to join in the anger. He would. He's here. He brings a lot of uh, peace to the situation. He 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 brings a lot of balance to the situation. And so I really honor him, appreciate him for that. And 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 it is a process where you have to learn not to take on what other people are. Um, what what they may be holding in, what anger or judgment, what, what what bitterness that they may have going on with them, you can't take that on as yours.
4: There's been some times that she's argued with her daughter that I laughed. I laughed because it was like a eureka moment, you know? I see, oh, man, she's getting upset because those experiences— She's reacting, you know. She's bringing those experiences to the, to the to the debate table, and then my lady has her own experiences. She's bringing those to the debate. You know, it was like, wow! I see this thing, and I just started laughing. And I, it, it was, it was just this eureka moment of of compassion. I had like I understood where she was coming from. I understand where her daughter was coming from, and it was hard to take sides because they both had experiences uh, that brought emotions to that specific argument. So again it's it's hard for me to, to judge anymore. It's it's really hard when when you know that there's there's a foundation or a source between all the negative emotions that people may feel or go through and bring with, with their lives. I'm sorry, did I cut you off? No. No
1: Um so you know, um so you know, I, I wow you guys you guys gave us a mouthful cuz you you've actually did like a uh a, uh a, a relationship workshop in just a matter of, in a matter of an hour but, but we we appreciate it really we do. Now, uh do you feel that the two of you coming together has actually enhanced each other's lives? Can you repeat that? Mm. Hello? Yeah, can you repeat that, please? Okay, so the question that I ask is, do you feel that the two of you – in what way do you feel that uh, the two of you coming together has actually enhanced each other's lives?
4: Want me to answer that?
5: He definitely um, makes me want to be a better woman, a better mother, a better – steward and guardian over my spiritual growth. Um, definitely, he definitely want, makes me reach to higher heights. He's always giving me encouraging words and always motivating me to um, to believe in myself. So he's definitely impacted me in that way. Go ahead.
4: How she impacts me is that, um, Again, she has this tranquility. Uh, I found the one. So there's, there's now there's a concentration. You know, when you're not finding, when you want somebody in your life and you want the one, and you don't you have, have that a, little. Yeah, you have a little branch that sticks out. I mean, you may be focused on your path, but you have a little branch. that yeah. says now, no, okay, and then you go on now. And now yeah. it's like a total focus. I mean, I got the bank accounts down to the, you yeah. know, I'm communicating, System. hey, you want this money over here? Yes, I want this money over here. <laughs> We just, you know, hey, do you want this? Do you want to live here? What kind of, you know, it's, it's a total focus on, it's like we're a corporation, you yes. know? Um, we have a meeting, uh, <laughs> we discuss what we want to do with our future business, uh, we discuss all aspects Bill, of the, of very the very business, very like, good. you know, uh, what do you want? Do you want to do this for your son? Or do you want to do it for your daughter? Or do you want to do this for your other son? It might you know, our son and our daughters. And it, we just discuss things as if this is a business. Um, it's a
5: partnership. It is. is it's,
4: it, a, it's, it's a partnership, yeah. And it, it's just it's just a magnificent thing to just finally get focused and not have this little branch wondering when I'm going to have my partners. Now, as far as the enhancement. Uh, that she has with me is one is the focus and two is the is the tranquility I had two boys and uh, two baby moms and the relationships went good in the beginning as all relationships in their beginnings but after a while my peace of mind was just destroyed Uh, and I just did not want to feel like that and There's a lot of peace of mind in this relationship. And as far as the real major thing is that um, it was revealed to Fei Long that she was a healer in previous lives. So I have this, uh, I guess you could say, number one fan-ish kind of thing with wanting to see this manifestation from her. No pressure, um, but I know that she wants to try and, and manifest this, and I would love to sit there and see this done, uh, and even support uh, this type of um, this type of uh, this type of skill that she can manifest for herself. I it's something that I've studied um, when when so I've studied about healing and I saw how the how the healing arts work how the healing energies work, Um, and I have a lot, a very good understanding for it. It's not something that I'm seeking, but I have a really good understanding of it. So when, you know, not only the one of my life, but uh, also wants to be the top healer in the world, I mean, I'm all game, man. I'm locked in, man. I'm telling you. It's hard for any lady to sit there and show legs. I'm just, well,
0: you know, I'm over here, man. It's, too, it's just bigger than a leg. It's a million legs. It's just I, mean, I don't even think
4: I'm right now. i am telling you right now, this is the spiritual path to me, and I strongly recommend everybody else get on it is the best path. It is the total path. It is the top path. And this is what this lady enhances with me, my spiritual growth, my spiritual path, and my uh, my spiritual development. Okay, so,
1: go ahead.
2: No, I was thinking no, you go ahead. that deep because um... You know, you have brought up the aspect of sure and being committed to that maturity and developing your spiritual person. And what I kind of follow in the same footsteps with that is when you brought forth the aspect of you come together as a business, you know, because you are partners. And all of those things come together to make it right and i'm loving it man. i'm loving it but uh, you guys on the ball
5: well we're definitely honored to be here sharing with
4: you guys yeah i want to thank y'all for giving us this platform and really
5: it caught me by surprise i was like shalab brought it to me and he told me that you you guys wanted us on the show i was like wow that's you know that's an honor yeah, I don't and take
4: it for granted. I want to thank y'all for giving us this platform, because uh, it really allows me to um, kind of just tell the story. Um, I've always saw uh, and, and saw that some guys is how they manifest this behavior and how they treat women, and um, and even sometimes where they don't even manifest some of their feminine qualities, thinking that, well, if you manifest your feminine qualities, then you must be gay, when it's not like that at all. All it is is just characteristics. It doesn't mean you're gay. It just means you may have a little bit more sensitivity. Uh, you ha- may have a, a little bit of understanding. It's just those feminine qualities that make you a balanced male. Uh, it doesn't make you a, you know, an alpha male or anything like that. It just makes you a balanced male, and that's the type of life I wanted to live. And I also wanted to live that type of life with a lady, so I want to thank you for allowing me to just—I uh, guess you could say—put all my cards on the table and just say, "Listen, this is Thomas Shalaw Walker, and that's all there is to it."
2: Uh, that's all. Cool. I—I—I—I'm—I'm—I'm um, I'm, I'm appreciative because it was um, one day we was in church, and I was giving a testimony about how beautiful our relationship, Arlene and I, how beautiful the relationship is, and when I had made a statement and said that, you know, for me, it is a blessing from heaven on high to be able to be with somebody with whom you don't have an arguments with. I said, we've been together over, over a year, and we have not had one argument. And the women in the church turned around and looked at us like something was wrong.
3: When we saw
2: that, when we saw that, it was like, oh, my goodness, I think the world has a problem. <laughs> we, we need to have other people come together so that they can share their experiences so people will know that living in a a, a state of balanced harmony with another person is not a fake news story. It's not something that mm-hmm. is possible to achieve. That is actually something that is out here. And the more people we can bring together to hear this and to share their stories, I think other people will resonate with it. And they'll, wow, maybe I can do that too. So we honor Absolutely. you guys as well. Oh,
1: thank you. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> Okay, so know. We'll just take a quick musical break. You know, drink some water, okay. you know, take a bathroom break if you have to. Um, but we'll we'll be right back.
5: Okay, cool. Awesome.
1: Have on Thomas Walker and Ceylon Design, and I, I have to say, guys, you you both uh, kind of rec- represent like um, like the epitome of like the type of work that I've been doing uh, for um, for I'd say since 2013 2014 when I got into that place of actually looking to see well what was the best way to to be in relationship with people and the fact that you guys have a, like a our culmination of all of the things that um that I talked about when I first started looking into relationships and how you know how to do it better. Um and when I realized that I really had to do that inner work, you know, I,
5: I I'm just like, you guys are like super good, thank you. <laughs> Thank you. One thing a mm-hmm. master told me um, when, when I just met with him a few weeks ago um, is that the work never, for me, the work is never over. It's a lifetime of work. It's a daily, it's a daily choice to do higher, to be better, to be, um, to choose. It's a, it's a daily choice to choose to do right. It's it's a daily choice to choose to be um, morally sound and to it's a daily choice to work on your spiritual tools and to evolve yourself. You have to make a conscious choice every day and it's gonna be something that you have to face for the rest of your life. <laughs> I agree with
4: you on that. It's it's forever a challenge. Um,
5: yeah, it's not without challenges. This relationship is not without its challenges is because well for me because it's I have challenges within me that I'm still working out and working on, so um naturally it's gonna it's gonna reflect or pour over into the relationship but the ground the foundation that we have is so um it's it's accommodating and it makes it conducive where you can work on your your isms and work on your paradigms and work on he we've created this this, this space where it isn't any judgment, but it's a place where you can work on yourself and not be judged. It's a place where you can constantly evolve and face your demons and, and not face them alone. Well, Well, okay.
1: (laughs) Um, so, you know, you, you two have actually shared a little bit about, about this, but if you could possibly uh, give an example, you know, like with all of the work that you do, um, if there is any conflict that arises, how do you guys go about resolving it?
4: Communication, <laughs> calm communication.
3: Yeah, yeah. That
4: usually does it. We, and you have to examine it like a like a scientist. And you say, you know, the first thing is outside, what happened? We had an argument. And then why did we have an argument? We had an argument because I was believing this and you were believing that.
3: But then even well, in what, that.
4: What made it come so uh, undesirable? Like what made it go over the top? And then usually the anchor is the emotions. Right, I mean, our ego, it, uh, it's
5: feeling it's all... offended yeah. or feeling um, just a feeling, yeah, feeling offended. feeling. feel like you have to, when you get to that point in the conversation where you feel like you have to put up your defense, you know that it's about to be a, 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 a argument about to ensue. Mm. And so you, for me, I automatically, I step back outside of myself and I look at the whole situation.
4: And that's pretty much instantaneous for both of us. You know, we both don't really want to get to the point where we're arguing
5: we're yelling and we, screaming. We keep, we're going we to have to uncomfortable conversations, exactly. but it's a conversation. It's not uh it's heated it's not
4: Ideal, uh, you stressed. are
5: you you know, I'm pointing my finger like you should have did this or you should have did it this way or you make me sick or it's never I try to make sure I'm not sending out I'm not Giving out any uh, criticism. I don't want to criticize him in my words. And so, I in the in the conversation, when I feel like is a I'm getting offended or I feel he's upset, that I try to step out of my body and just look at the whole scenario and guard like guard my mouth and guard my get my ego in check. Yeah,
4: when you recognize, you try to make a recognition as far as you know, what's actually getting either one upset uh, and try to resolve that, Uh, then you can, and you you try to do this in a calm manner. You can think more, you know, you can, you can be more strategic instead of being more defensive Uh, and and in a business. This is always uh, an advantage. Uh, You can have a bunch of people in a business and they can have a business meeting and they can all of a sudden get very egotistical and get absolutely nothing done. Or right. you can be calm and try to find your options, try to find which options are doable, uh, what kind of compromises you can do. Right. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe you go first and I go next kind of thing. Uh, strategies on how to get everything done. Uh, emotions, if you throw emotions into a business decision, there's usually a lot of resistance for trying to grow that business. And, and I, I want to grow this business, you know, to the to the to the most highest that we can ever grow because we found each other. We want to accomplish accomplish our <laughs> we want to accomplish our true spiritual heights and dreams. So we have to be strategic. There's a lot of negativity out there. There's a lot of negativity that came into our relationship, and it got fizzed out because we were able to stay calm and say, well, what's going on? Oh, this over here is going on. All right, like, remember when you um, and made then we that could, statement,
5: and I was like,
4: yeah, what was made one you
5: time, say that? That was just so, I can't believe you said I that. Had,
4: I had made a, a statement to her. Uh, I think it was regarding, yeah, it was. I won't mention the subject, but it was a statement that she didn't take very, very comfortable, and
3: <laughs> I had
4: to step back. I didn't want to sit there and say, well, you know, I didn't want to point fingers. But that's not the way to go. I had to check myself. that well, that was something wrong. I need to just sit there and say, listen, i admit I was wrong, and, and she also had to get over her emotions. I had to give her time that she can go down so she you know, understand, listen, that was just something crazy. He said, as as right. And then we can c- continue to go on with our relationship.
5: And it makes me think about what Master said um, a long time ago where he was like, when you're in a relationship, when you're starting out in a relationship and you find that you all are fighting and making up, fighting and making up, fighting and making up, you're creating, um, um what did he say? It's like you're that's gonna be the premise of your relationship. Like you don't want to, you don't want that type of relationship. If you feel like that's that's that's, and then and then I think he said that's that's gonna become a part of your soul, and the soul of the relationship. If anybody who's listening to this and could correct me, please feel free to correct me. But he said that that's part of the soul of the relationship that you're gonna have. You're gonna to have to deal with that. And it's not—it's just—it's just going to grow and continue to damage your your soul and that particular person's soul. So you want to—you don't want to argue all the time in a relationship. You don't want to be in a relationship where you feel like you have to argue all the time.
4: It's like that—that that the argument is like your soul is like your it's like if if you are a plant, the argument would be bad soil. And that mm-hmm. bad soil can get into the bad root, to get into the root and make the root bad. Mm-hmm. So it makes the root of the relationship bad. That's, that's, a, that's a pretty good example of what she's saying. If You, you don't want to really argue because uh, that creates bad soil. Uh, if you have a lot of joy, then you have soil rich in minerals that the, that the plants can use, goes into the root, flourish, and it creates it good root. And grow raises to the leaves and the stem mm-hmm. and creates the strong uh, strong leaves and then eventually blooms into a flower, uh, which is what all relationships should ha- should work towards, blooming into flowers.
2: Yeah, what I'm hearing is um, it's, it's important to make sure you're developing a nurturing relationship at all times because one of the things I don't know if this is exactly what you were saying. But what I was hearing, because sometimes I have to listen to, well I'm always trying to listen to spirit at the same time as I'm hearing conversation. Um, what I was capturing is there are people who get in relationships and they argue and they may fuss and fight and then they'll make up. And in the process of getting in a pattern of arguing yeah. and making up, and arguing and making up, you end up developing a condition that is destructive to the relationship because you're promoting the negativity that will make you feel as if that needs to be there in order to make up. Right. Is that what I was capturing?
4: Yes, that's perfect. Beautifully said. I've seen relationships like that where they they are on they're, they're together for two years and they they just have this argue or this and then they make up it's like you know they're not really addressing what the issue is they just are together to be together and they're not addressing anything to actually grow the relationship so they grow apart but stay together and it's like
0: wait a minute <laughs> and it it, it is it
5: turns into a a, a a separate entities, like that entity has to be fed with the negative argument.
4: And I think that's where the ball and chain comment that the guys talk about comes from, that they get with somebody, they don't really address the spiritual issues, not only within themselves, but also within their partners. And they just say, listen, let's just bury the hatchet and just call it a day. And then they continue to go on the relationship and then another bump in the road happens. So they, and then, then the guy starts complaining about the ball and chain, where they're just connected with this this ball, this heavy ball, and there's no way for them to get out of it, and it becomes a burden to them. Well, relationships shouldn't be a burden; shouldn't be a ball and chain. If you have a relationship with ball and chain, you need to cut the chain, <laughs> break that chain. <laughs>
1: Okay, so sometimes sometimes, (laughs) I'm (laughs) sorry. Yeah, but just
4: buy underwear. Yeah, yeah. You have to really be. You have to really grow on both sides of the spectrum, Um, male and female. You know, males and females have different spiritual paths. Master told me that. I've actually seen that myself. It's just certain things that males go through. There's certain things that females go through. And those things have to be addressed for those two uh, uh, sides of the spectrum, genders, to get together and have a really uh, flowerish, ruling relationship.
1: Okay. Now, I know that sometimes when people uh, – sometimes people aren't always kind of mindful of – that they're coming together is a blending of two different family dynamics um and different ideas and goals uh what have been some of the challenges of the uh, balancing that you guys have had to do to bring harmony to your
5: relationship
4: well um me and my lady were were you know I had just got the trucking job um we just moved to Greensboro And my lady had landed a job in a massage place and we were actually doing pretty well, pretty well. Um, But then my lady had lost uh, her job. And this is where the challenge comes in because even masters said most of the times that relationships uh, 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 end is over money issues. So, I had to sit there and say the almighty can't possibly put me in a situation that I can't handle. So what had happened is that extra, an opportunity to make extra money had came along uh, right after that time where she had lost her job and we've been holding it down ever since. So if you, Sit there and say, money issue is the issue to me. If my partner can't get uh, her side or his side, sometimes it's the guy uh, up. Um, but you again, this is where your intuition comes into play. Um, is this relationship really going somewhere? Is my partner really going to look uh, for something to grow our relationship? Because uh, you have to work in this world to get something along. Some people are born into riches, but you know, we're not. So we have to start from where we have to start from. And uh, I just had to look from within and say, listen, should I stay with this? Yes, stay with this. this is all worth it, worth your while. And after a while, an opportunity came. And on top of that, another opportunity came. <laughs> so I'm just, there's challenges, but they're not challenges that we cannot handle. You know, um, the Almighty, uh, for the Christians out there, or the gods, for the esoteric thinking uh, people out there, are not going to put anything in your path that you cannot handle. If you can't swim from the United States to England, they're not going to put you in the Atlantic.
0: <laughs>
4: you know <what> I'm <laughs> so there's challenges, but we 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 get to the we, we head to these challenges just like the businessman thinking people do. They look at the problem, uh, they search for a solution. Sometimes there's no solution in sight, and it's a good business right. practice to actually just wait have faith. Keep on working your
5: prayers. Keep on working your tools.
4: Something using just, your tools. Some things just have to sometimes sometimes the universe is just working on something. So the business may have a meeting, or let's say on Monday, and they're like, listen, we have this issue. We don't have a resolution for it. So they wait. So they say, Listen, we're going to just 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 try to do the best we can to maintain stay above water. Tuesday passes, Wednesday passes, then Thursday comes along and somebody comes in with this idea to do something, Oh, man, this is a great idea. And then the business people get together on that. Day and say, hey, this is a doable idea. Let's try and get this done. And sometimes on the day on Thursday, that may be wow. just an idea, just to buy some time to get to the next idea, which actually resolves the situation. So sometimes a resolution will come very indirectly. So we have to be patient for
5: that. Now, Shalar, he spoke of something material, but there have been um, spiritual challenges that we've we've had as well. Um, Just from like for me, my upbringing, I was brought up and and experienced certain things in my life that caused me to create a side of myself that's not too uh, righteous, not too um, uh, moral. Or not too holy, so to speak. And so, it's like when you're in a relationship like this, there's no, there's no hiding anything about yourself. It's like you're constantly, your mate is your mirror. Anything that you're not really liking about your mate is something that's going on the side of you. Um, and so, I've done some things that hurt our relationship. And Sheila was there just Johnny on the spot with being understanding and compassionate. And it was, it was a challenging time in our relationship. And, um, so he was very forgiving and he was very, um, very compassionate. And because of that, more things about why, I did those things was revealed, like Master revealed to me certain. Like he said, Master told me there are certain parts of me that I need to retrieve from hell, or I need I, I need to retrieve from. That's something that I did when I when I was young that took place it caused me to be the way that I am and in explaining that and understanding that that was revealed after Shillard decided to, to forgive me and decided to um have compassion towards me. Now, he could have easily just broken up with me and decided that this was it um but because he didn't I think that that's where more things have been revealed And now our relationship is much more – it has more integrity and it has more – it's more love. And we're in a position where, you know, it gets stronger and stronger. Like each challenge, you have a choice to make, to either break – let that challenge break your relationship or let let that challenge make you stronger.
1: Okay. Okay, so – This is perhaps like a regular sort of ordinary question, but, you know, what do you do uh, to make time for each other?
4: It's been pretty tough, I have to admit.
5: He's a truck driver. He's always on the road.
4: Um, Yeah. So, like, the most amount of time I would spend with her was maybe a week every two months. He would be um, gone for months at a be time. gone for months. So the most that we would do would mostly be phone calls. Uh, there was a time. We make
5: sure we pray together every yeah. day.
4: Make sure we pray over the phone. Communication is just the key. Communication, Communication is, is the key. We make sure that you know um, uh, everything is going. you know we always at least mention the bills, you know this even though the business, the meeting may not take place in person. there's always a speaker phone. And that's the case that we had, where we had to just make sure, you know, listen, I have this money coming to pay this. Uh, Maybe we can use this money for the seminar or hotel. Uh, You know, our daughter needs this or my son needs that. We just still are a business, even when we were not uh, apart, to make sure that our foundation is still good. And as far as our relationship, we would still make plans. The, the we most.
5: like we went to Virginia this past weekend. We make sure that we um make plans to spend time together. In mm-hmm. our conversations, we talk about what we would like to do when we're together again, uh, where we would like
4: to go, or even our spiritual goals and dreams. You know what we would, what type of you know some of the variables involved. Like you know, she wants to be a a healer. What would she do if if she had the, you know, she got these healing powers. What would she heal first? Uh, would she expand her healing business? Um, you know, what would you do if you healed something to a, a magnificent level that somebody has no seen? You know, conversations like that, just keeping us on, uh, keeping our eyes on the prize, you could say.
1: Okay. All right, so so when you two are actually together, are, are there any, are, are there any things or activities that you do together that you feel that makes your union stronger? Um, you already, I, I know that you guys have already mentioned praying together which I you know I, I will say that that seems to be an ongoing and consistent theme with the couples that we've talked to or the people that we've actually worked with. Um, but is there anything else in addition to that?
4: Oh, well, there are some little things. I could say, you know, um, every now and then, randomly, I'll just look at her. She, yeah, she'll do the same thing with me. I'll just look at her and just kiss her.
0: <laughs> you know, just, you know,
4: a two, coupons, <laughs> and I just look at her. You know, just <laughs> random.
5: I know Shilar likes to play tennis, and since he's been here, um, we went out to the tennis court one time. Um and I let him and his, his he his, his godfather moved out here as well who's a tennis coach so they spent some time on the on the court and I was just picking up the balls um but we we like to go to the movies
4: yeah we like reading we like, like, to reading. Watch, like, we learning. like watching uh, a lot of learning shows we like to watch
5: anything educational anything spiritual we we like to view those type of movies or we like to view those type of clips on YouTube um, we'll, we like spending time with Cariz, my 12 year old who lives uh,
4: lives here with us. Um, we'll alternate on cooking. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say,
5: we, we love cooking we'll together. Cook.
4: <laughs> we'll go ahead and donate some of what we cook to each one of our ancestors. We have an altar with. Yeah, his parents her and
5: my parents children, are on the altar. We both, both of our parents we'll, have transitioned. Yeah. Um, and
4: we'll go ahead and cook for all of them. Like, you know, she'll cook a meal and she'll put some uh, 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 some of the meal on uh, the shelf of my ancestors and parents and I'll do the same thing with her with her ancestors and parents as yeah. well as our own
3: yeah
4: um yeah. so <clears throat> it's, it's 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 good and 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 there's actually some more things that we plan on doing in the future like we've talked about dancing a lot in the future doing Traveling. step dancing in the ballroom dancing, and salsa. We wanted to try and take classes to learn how to do that. Um, there's a lot of places that we wanted to travel, That I think we'll actually try and hit some with this new job that I have.
5: Um, yeah, he'll be home more um, with this new job. He just got a new job in Texas. and,
4: and so More money and more So he'll more be time.
5: home more, um, and we'll have more time to be together, yeah. do different things together. But before that, he he would be gone months at a time, so it was all about communication and Skype and FaceTime, Facebook messages and video. Marco Polo, we we did a lot of that.
4: So <laughs> Still do. So it's just it's, it's the most. Of the, I guess the most thing that keeps us together is the conversation. That was it's the one. And then taking thing
5: advantage that. of the time together, we make love. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah, the most, I think the most uh, part that gets me is the conversation.
3: Yeah. You know, she has great conversations.
4: Um, To me, it was what I wanted in a relationship. If I can't conversate with you just about anything, I mean, sometimes she'll bring up things to talk about and I'll listen to her. And I'll bring up something to talk about, and she'll listen to me. It, it's just a great conversation with her, you know.
5: We yeah. even sat on the phone just in silence one time, um, just listening to each other. Yeah.
4: a Couple that when they first talked to each other, they spent six hours on the phone. So there was no shortage of things to talk about.
5: Communication key. Okay.
1: Now, would you would you say that you two are best friends? Yeah, Absolutely. I would say that
4: because there's Absolutely. things that I've told her yep. that, one, I never told anybody, Same and hand. two, I had to talk to her to actually find out these things about myself. So not only did I tell her things that I never told anybody, I told her things that I just found out by talking to her. Oh, yeah, Brendan right. D. Okay.
1: Well, we are you know, uh King, do you have any more questions?
2: Yeah, well, um there was two questions. There was one question I, I want to we re- re- go back to, but um let's let's just go and clear this dark space out first. Um I've been noticing that Jay-Z, a couple of months ago, came out with, I think it was a CD that kind of reflected the energy of the male spirit in the black community, and it, it fueled the discussion in the community for a little bit, and it seemed like it died away, or I just got too busy and I don't know what's going on with it but um, I want to ask this question about how about this entity of negative male conditioning that is in our community and how do we deal with this thing um, from a relationship perspective because I know that What's happened for me is I've just kind of, I don't associate with a lot of guys because of where they are in their mind with some of the stuff that they want to talk about and the things they want to to do, and I'm I'm just not there. And so I was curious about what you guys' uh, vibration
4: is in regards to that. Oh, the male go first on this one. Huh? okay. <laughs> All right. You see what you see regarding uh, negativity with the males. Um, in my view, a male can be a great soldier. Can be a great asset, and I always also saw that the ladies have this. Emotional power that when they share their love and compassion and caring to the male, the male can in turn serve the female. That's just how I look at it. Now, as far as how the negativity is, it looks like that there's a short circuit, or what I like to conclude as the infiltration of this yin yang union to only be one sided. to the point where there's disrespect to the other half. Uh, there's a, not a really good understanding about the other half. There's this uh, confusion about why the other half does what they do. When um, and it can it can be it can be contagious. I mean, it can jump to, to to other guys, other males that ain't even been through any type of relationship, and then they just Start holding this point of view. And then the first woman that they see, they treat like that. And I'm like, oh man, this is just going too far. The thing that I believe and I've seen uh, be very powerful is love, happiness, and joy almost on a hardcore level. Never give up giving joy because. If you give some joy, if you give some love, even if you just crack a joke in an argument, it is the most powerful neutralizer of all conflict. It is just—I mean—it it works so well. Even if you, if somebody's making fun of you, if you sit here and concede and feel sad by it or feel upset by it, then you're—they're—they're they're, they're pretty much just pushing negativity on you, uh, which. Can actually be a test, aka entertainment, but if you concede to that, it puts the the puts it puts the the, the people who are viewing what's going on in a whole different light. But as soon as you sit there and you have joy about self and you actually acknowledge whatever this person is making fun of, but you're actually very proud of this characteristic, then that love for yourself neutralizes whatever bad things that person had to say about you. And I think this works exactly the same, or will have, actually, sorry, this, has, this will have the same effect if you enter this joy and this love and this compassion into the brotherhoods. Because after a while, um, the light will start to show. It's like Darth Vader. You know, Darth Vader was dark mm-hmm. only when he was dark. But he had a foundation of growing up in the light, growing up on the, on the, on the good side of the force. You know, so he almost until he turned dark. Uh, so he had this foundation of light, and that's what all human beings, all males have. They have a foundation of light. They know, they know deep down that there's some good things out there, but they just haven't seen it yet. So when you present the joy, when you present the love, and you present um, the happiness, you're actually allowing them to see that, and they'll gravitate towards that. But this world is is full very
3: tough. It's
4: full of very, agendas. It's full, full of negativity. It's full of traps. It's full of booby traps. It's right. full of bamboozle, bamboozling situations. <laughs> hoodwink scenarios. Oh, I mean scary. it's out there. When they when when the when the Christians say that the devil is crafty, they ain't lying. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff I mean it's a it's a lot of stuff out here that well, will probably even fool Christians, <laughs> to tell you the truth. Oh. A lot of things that will fool these people that are actually in these religious groups, including the negative males, they are actually fooled. They have been hoodwinked from actually going into the path of the light. But we have to let them know and, and show that, listen, happiness is universal, baby. I can see here yeah, tickle your funny bone if you're a male or a female. You're going to yeah. laugh. And when you start laughing, you start remembering. Start remembering about the good times you can have. And that's, in my, and, and as far as how I see it, that's how you get this negative, negative male uh, 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 role model, if if I could actually call it a role model, out of the ballgame. And then...
5: Just to add to it, just a little, my little two cents is what, for what to start off with. yeah, you have to be the example. You have to be the light, but also don't become inundated with it every day. Like you, be, you, you attract what you're spending most of your time and attention on viewing. And so if you're bombarded by such by those type of things on a regular basis, you're gonna attract those type of people. But if you focus on higher things, if you focus on being happy and having joy, you're gonna attract those type of people into your life as well. But you, it starts with you. You have to be the you have to be the example. And what you put out there you're gonna attract.
2: Great, great. I like that I hear the aspect of people, when they get into um, conflict, you guys brought to the table, instead of retaliation, which the world kind of tells everybody to do, you approach it with compassion, no matter what the situation, no matter what may have flared up. Approaching it first with compassion should be the thing that you do instead of retaliation because that kind of smashes that ego and that offense and puts it in its proper place because we have to drive the energy of our divinity to the next level. One of the things I, Arlene and I always love saying to one another is namaste because it says the word means I honor the God in you. And I think it's Mm -hmm. important for relationships to identify and recognize that that is God inside of that person, which is the same God that's inside of you. And you're going to learn from that and don't cause harm to that, but help nurture and build that so we can be the oneness that we ought to be in this in this world today.
1: I totally agree. Totally
2: agree. Yep. Yeah. And one more thing, um, Phelan, you had mentioned something about, you saw something in uh, Shalar's eyes and you, you later found out what that was. I, I wanted to address that question. Uh, what what was that?
5: He was carrying around some deep seated, I want to say uh, anger and resentment. Uh, it started in his youth with some disappointments from, um something that happened with his father, but then it and then it switched where it was something that happened with his son um there was a lot of uh, conflict with the parents of the mothers of his son um that brought a lot of sadness deep deep sadness where he had no communication with his son for a long time, and he was very angry about that. He was very, uh, even though he came to the seminar, I still saw that he was still fat. He, he had this sadness. It was like Master said, this melancholy uh, spirit on him. And uh, it just so happened, he heard me do the to uh, the power of how the Yusnisa changed my relationship with my oldest daughter. And so he started to do the. I mean, he went crazy with it. He started doing the to I don't wanna say hundreds of times a day. <laughs> to the point where eventually
1: his daughter's
5: his son's mother contacted him and allowed him to start speaking to his son again. And now he has more more communication with his sons nowadays than he's ever had, I think, in in all of their lives. <clears throat>
2: Thank you. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. It kind of reflects to that, that idea of the eyes are the mirror to the soul. Yes.
5: Yes. Yeah. The eyes tell it all. Wow. Uh, the body. Thank you. The body, your, your position, the way you carry yourself, the way you look out into the world, people can see. Um, The body doesn't lie. Your body language tells a lot about you if you're paying attention. People's body language tells a lot about them. Uh,
1: Most definitely. Um, And I I will say, uh, just in case you guys were wondering how it is that I came came about um, uh, picking you guys to do this show, uh, I... (laughs) Let's just put it this way. Um, I, I'm very perceptive of picking up when people are faking, and what I saw between the two of you, I was like, oh my goodness, look at just it's just the love is just oozing off of the both of them. So, um, I'm definitely, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm definitely you know, um, and that is the reason why I, I've asked you guys to to come on. And it was just uh what what I had observed between the two of you and I figured um you know, because there there are going to be a lot more people who are gonna to listen to this show um after goes um it goes live on the more goes onto the podcast um with uh, right. iTunes iTunes. So yeah um we wanted to bring on couples uh that were actually you know putting in the work doing the work and uh you know on the spiritual path and and we were very interested in sharing uh having you all share your stories because uh as much as I think our audience loves us, I think that you know they may get tired of hearing our stories, and so we wanted to bring you both on.
5: Oh, thank you so very
2: much. Very honored. Thank you. <laughs>
5: <laughs> and I,
2: I, I just got to say real quick, um, uh, Shalah, the way in which you do your music, man, I'm like, oh, snap. I'm like, <laughs> it does things to me, dude. I be mean, like, whoa. <laughs> and I don't even speak that language. But then again, yeah. I think I, so I, I love you for that. Thank you so very much for allowing us to share that. Thank you. I'm looking
4: forward to trying to find the time, but I'm looking forward to finally getting to, to the point where I can put an album out. Maybe like maybe two right now. Right? As far as the amount of songs that I have, I probably have about two albums worth of songs. Um, one spiritual album and one love album. Um, it's still, a, I'm still in the making of that. I still have to find the time and then uh, get back into practice. And this new path, I'm pretty sure it will allow me to do that. So maybe a little bit sooner nowadays. I mean, I've been talking about it for a while and uh, I, I talk about it, but I don't have the resources to actually get it produced. Um, but it looks like the resources will be produced a little bit uh, the, the, the likelihood of those resources being produced uh, with this new job is a lot more higher than the previous <laughs> job. So, um, And as far as music in general, I mean, I'm just a lover of music. I have uh, heard a lot of different types of music. I think for a long time I could appreciate all music except country.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> now, the funny thing about I, I was When I was a truck driver, I would train uh, uh, incoming uh, uh, drivers to the company on how to actually drive the truck for the company. And there was this one person who listened to country music. And I didn't understand it. And he gave me a little bit more understanding. He's like, you know, country music is just simple. You know, it's just simple music. And then I, I started to have a little bit more appreciation for country. So... <laughs> And recently, I don't know if I've, I've I've posted some things on certain days. Mostly Sunday, I try to post uh, a certain particular music, which is actually, I started getting into orchestras and symphonies. And my lady actually had me watch a movie called Amadeus, which was like a, 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 a little battle between Mozart and
5: Mozart, absolutely,
4: yeah. So I was looking at that for a while, and I was like, wow, Um, just to have somebody be able to make music like that. And then hearing the actual symphonies, such as the Star Wars,
3: Beethoven,
4: Beethoven, uh, Back to the Future, uh, Jurassic Park, even uh, a symphony of the, the, the James Bond theme, you know, I get a little more appreciation as far as You know the violins, cellos, the big bass, the horns, the French horns, the trombones, clarinets, the flutes. So I'm, I'm in the the drums and the percussion section. So I'm, I'm really expanding. You may see some real, real big stuff with me in the next five years. Uh, Do you play any
5: instruments? Either you sing or play instruments. Uh
1: myself, I do a little bit of singing, you No know, playing of instruments, although I, I do find that, uh, um, so let's just say I, I know that at some point I may have had a very discerning ear when it comes to music, um, and okay. I kind of, pick, what I tend to do is I kind of pick up on the vibration of where the music is coming from. And there has been some music that <laughs> I, I I've kind of refused to listen to because I could pick up on the fact that it's operating in a low vibration. But no, no musical instruments that that I've ever played. I've done a little bit of singing. <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I I like doing the drums. It's like inside of my spirit, and I I can't help myself. So I have to sometimes watch myself and I'll start beating on stuff because. The, the rhythm be getting me.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: okay, well, we are coming to the closing of our show. Uh, is there anything that you want to share with us before you guys leave? Um,
4: am um, just for getting ready to go to the. Uh, we're seminar, excited
5: about the seminar. Yeah,
1: uh, The seminar, seminar Charlotte
4: this Saturday. Saturday is coming up this Saturday. Um. We won't be there for long. We'll definitely be there going to seminar, um, but because um, I'm between jobs, we our budget's kind of tight, so we may not be able to stay there very long, um, but, um, we, we but we'll be there. To, to
5: Are you guys going to be there?
1: Uh, unfortunately, not this time. Around. I think for the next one, we, for the, we probably will be, but not this time, around.
4: Okay. Oh, okay.
5: Okay.
1: Oh, yeah. We'll be
5: so yeah, that's where that. we're
4: going to be this weekend. So that's that's one announcement.
5: <laughs> okay, okay. All couples out there that's listening, um, just continue to love on one another, continue to shine a light on one another because it is and it's contagious. You know we we when you're when you're loving on each other you you tend to attract other people who can feed off that love and draw off that love and then you never know who's watching you never know who who can be changed by you just just walking in your light. so I admonish everybody to continue to if you're in a relationship that that you know that God sent you that person to don't take them for granted. And you know continue to walk in love and compassion and and and, and service service to one another and uh, you never know who it may in- impact
4: and I have a message for um, those who oh, okay. um, oh, are really not on the spiritual path. I just want to let you know that I strongly recommend the spiritual path. I do respect any choice any gentleman or any lady may make as far as path uh if you do not want to be on the spiritual path it is fine i'm still going to spread some joy to you but i strongly and even though i respect your choices i will respect your choice whether you make the spiritual path or not i strongly recommend that you get involved with the spiritual path (laughs)
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, so we want to thank uh, Thomas and Phelan for being with us this evening, Um, and just so you know, uh, just a reminder to everybody out there, um, Reverend Jamel Gilliam is going to be opening up his church, the Universal Centers for Love. Uh, His first service is going to be December 3rd. Uh, at 10.30 a.m., and the address is 213 Reed Street, that's our in Baltimore, Maryland, 21201. Um, I, am, I have officially been uh, added to the staff, so just know that uh, I'm gonna be there, King is gonna be there for the first service, but we want to welcome you all to the center if you are in the local area. And uh, you will be seeing us uh, all. Uh, we're going to be putting on a show. There's a show tomorrow There's going to be a replay of Reverend Jamel's uh, podcast called The Sacred the Show. So uh, take a listen at that come 7 o'clock tomorrow. Um, but as always, we love you. We bless you. We appreciate you. We thank God for you. And we know that wherever you are, God is.
2: Ashe. Ashe. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you. (laughs) Namaste. Thank you.
5: We love you. We (laughs) love you too.
6: I want somebody to share my love. Just loving is something I've got plenty of. I want a woman. I want a lover. I want a friend. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.